Welcome to the Growing in Love for Life podcast, where it's all about saving and strengthening your marriage and creating the relationship you really deserve and want to have. And now, from growinginloveforlife.com, relationship and marriage coach and best-selling author, your host, Liam Naden. This is episode 53 of the Growing in Love for Life podcast. Hi everyone, it's Liam Naden here. Thank you very much for joining me in this episode of the podcast, which is called Questions You Must Ask If You Want to Save Your Marriage. I think you're going to find the information here pretty interesting if you're wanting to save your marriage. And and by the way, before we get started, I, I want to offer a special welcome to all our Growing in Love for Life subscribers, those of you who are actually subscribers to this podcast. And as you may know, many of the episodes in this podcast are free, and in fact, the first 20 or so are all entirely free. But from then on, I've made the podcast episodes, or the full episodes anyway, available to subscribers only. And some people have asked me why I've, why I've done that, and really primarily it's about, in fact, one of the things we're going to be talking about today, which is your commitment to saving your marriage. You know, are you really committed to saving it? And if you are, then the information that I share in the podcast, if you felt that there's some value in the free ones, then the small amount per month at the subscription costs is really just a, a sign of your commitment that you are prepared to just take an extra step to, to saving your marriage. And of course, my marriage-saving programs are really the ultimate step you can take, I think. They're amongst the most effective tools you will ever find to save your marriage. But these podcasts are certainly a good step in the right direction. So special welcome to subscribers. If you're not yet a subscriber, I really would encourage you to do that because you're going to get a lot more information. You're going to get the complete episodes from numbers 21 on from all the podcasts, including this one, of course. All right, well, the topic today, questions you must ask if you want to save your marriage. Now, One of the things you might or might not know is in my 30-day Save Your Marriage Relationship Transformation Program, I offer a free coaching call as part of that. And one of the reasons I do that is usually when people have done the program, they have questions. So the program gets them in a, a long way towards saving their marriage. In many cases, it's all they need. But often people have questions or they're stuck in one or two areas. And what I've found from doing these coaching calls, which are very valuable for me as well, to find out really if there are any patterns. So in other words, how I can improve the programs in the future. But are there any patterns or common themes or common problems that people are having when they're working through the program? And as I say, most people don't. Most people find it a very complete system. But I have found there are one or two sticking points that some people have come to me with And I thought I would actually cover those today because generally what they are, they are questions that people have where they haven't quite, if you like, come at it from the right angle in their own mind. So I want to cover these questions today and they're really important questions you need to ask yourself really almost before you leave first base in trying to save your marriage because saving your marriage is very much about your mindset. And I cover this in great detail in my programs. And of course, I talk about it in all the podcasts as well. 
but it really is about your mindset, how you deal with it in your mind, how you deal with your situation. And of course, what tools you bring into your knowledge base or what new information you gather, things that you can do to, to apply um, to, to making your marriage get back together. But it really comes firstly from your mindset. So that's what the questions I'm going to talk to you, these are vital questions that you must ask if you want to save your marriage. All right, so we'll get straight into it. And as a, one thing I should say is it would be useful to have a pen and paper and to write these questions down because these are deep questions and you're not necessarily going to be, answer, you're not necessarily going to be able to answer them truthfully really truthfully, which is what matters, you're not really necessarily going to be able to do that in just, just by listening, or even by listening to once or twice. But it's, once you've written it down, it's about taking some time and really looking at that question, looking it on, on paper, and giving yourself some time to really deeply evaluate that question and come up with the right answer for you. Because that's what's important, that's what's going to save your marriage, that's what's going to make your life the happiest life and the most fulfilling life it can be is your honesty with yourself and coming up with the correct answer, the right answer, the true answer for you. Not only to these questions, but to other ones as well. But these are very important when it comes to saving your marriage. All right, the first question, and I often ask people this straight off the bat in my, in my um, coaching, but, but here's the first question. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being not at all and 10 being absolutely, desperately, 100% committed, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you really want to save your marriage? I'll repeat that question on a, so you can write it down. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you really want to save your marriage? Now, you might come up with an immediate answer in your head and say, well, of course I want to save your marriage. But in fact, there are actually three ways to answer this question or, or three responses that people have, and one of them really is, is, is the correct one. The first response that people often have is an immediate emotional reaction. So when I say to people, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you really want to save your marriage? They go, oh, of course I want to save your marriage. 10, 10, 10. Now that's an emotional reaction, it comes straight away from many places, often it comes from a place of fear. People are afraid of the consequences of not saving their marriage, or, or afraid of lots of different things. Um, so they immediately say, well of course I want to save my marriage. But that's an emotional reaction that they haven't really given any thought to. The second way you can answer that question is with a logical response. So people sometimes say to me, yes, well, Yes, I do want to save my marriage. We get on well, and well, we did get on well, <laughs> um, and we can get on well again. So th they come up with some logical reasons in their mind about logically why they want to save their marriage. But that, that's not an, it's different to an emotional response. In fact, it's the opposite to that. They come up with logical reasons, but they don't really have any emotional attachment to the answer they're giving. And the third type of way, or the third way to, to answer this question is really, I think, the correct one, and that is to give it some deep consideration. So to really, instead of coming up with your first emotional instantaneous reaction, 
or starting to think of some logical reasons why you want to give it a 10 or whatever number you want to give it, it's about taking some time and saying, do I really want to save my marriage? How much do I want to? If I'm really honest with myself. And this comes down to the place where you're going to find the truth, not only to this question, but to any question, and that's at the heart level. Because deep down on a gut emotion or a gut and heart level, you know the answer. There are things that either emotionally, such as your fears, or logically, might be blocking you from seeing that true gut feeling that you have, or or, or making you not want to look there. But you need to. You need to go to that place of absolute true honesty with yourself. Because if, you, if you're not honest with yourself, you're not going to succeed anyway. Because as we know, saving your marriage is possibly one of the most difficult things you're ever, ever given to face. So you need to go down to the heart level, the gut level, and come to the right answer as to, really, how much do I want to save my marriage? And come up with a number. It's useful to have a scale of 1 to 10 because you can look at it then and say, is that, a, is that figure right? Or is it, should it be higher or lower? Is this really what I feel? So put a number on it. And I suggest if you, once you do this exercise, and again, this isn't something I think you should answer right now. Write it down. Go away and spend some time and really think about it. But if you do come up with an, an 8 or higher, then you will know on a gut level, and that is a good indication that yes, you truly do want to save your marriage. So whatever answer you come up with, whether it be a 1 to 10, or whatever number between 1 and 10, the key is to be really honest with yourself. All right, now some of the other questions. The next question is probably going to help you to answer that first question about how much you want to save your marriage. And the next question is, why do you really want to save your marriage? Why do you really want to save your marriage? You know, why questions are very good questions, because you have to come up with things that make sense and make sense to you. And what I suggest you do is write down 10 reasons why you really want to save your marriage. 10 reasons. And just one... <laughs> One reason you can't give, a little rule here, don't write down because I love them. Because I know you love them, well that, that sort of goes without saying, but you'll understand as you go through these questions, and I guess possibly I haven't got time in this podcast to go into depth, but, but just saying that you love somebody is not really a good reason in itself to, to want to save your marriage. So come up with 10 reasons why you want to save your marriage and that will help you answer after you've looked after you've written those 10 questions you can look at them and say do they are they really good reasons are they valid reasons are they powerful enough reasons for me to want to save my marriage and for me to know that I that I can save my marriage so that's the next question right the third question well, we've actually had a few more than three, so two so far. But anyway, the third question, and this is something, again, I say to people very often. Um, will you do anything to save your marriage? Will you do anything to save your marriage? 
Now, I often get emails from people who say to me, look, I've listened to your podcasts, I've read your reports, I've seen you on YouTube or whatever, and I really will do anything to save my marriage. Please help. And generally I reply to, I, I get a lot of emails, but I generally do re try to reply to everybody who emails me. And really all I can say to those people is, well, if you will do anything and you haven't done one of my programs, that's really the best of what I can offer. That's where all the information that I know works that's helped many, many people in the past. And I know it works. I put it together in a really concise or comprehensive and structured way to really be powerful and to give you the maximum chance at saving your marriage. And it's been very effective for other people. So if you, I can't really say any more than that. If you really are saying you'll do anything to save your marriage, then all I can say is do one of my programs. It's the best I can offer. And then they generally say, <clears throat> or they don't generally say, but sometimes say, well, I can't, I'll do anything, but I can't afford it. Well, you know, to be honest, and this isn't to be critical of anybody, but if you're either going to do anything or you're not going to do anything to save your marriage. But I suggest that if you really do want to save your marriage, you have to be prepared to do anything. And what does doing anything really mean? Well, what it means is firstly you have to be persistent and you have to be determined. And this isn't just true of saving your marriage, this is true of any success in life. If you want to be successful in running your own business or having a good career, you've got to be persistent. You just have to keep going and never get up, give up until you get the result that you want. You might have to change your approach. So you might try change something that isn't working, but you never change your goal. You never give up on your goal, which in this case is to save your marriage. So you've got to be persistent. You've got to say, if I'll do anything, and I've tried something and it hasn't worked, that means I've got to try something else, not give up. It also means not making excuses and not saying, well, I would do anything if, and I, I wish I could do, any, do anything. I know I said that, but I can't do X. I can't afford your program, or I, I haven't got the time, or my... My husband or my wife doesn't want to save my marriage. You know, these are all sorts of excuses and reasons people come up with <clears throat> about why they can't. The other thing you need to do, if you're prepared to do anything, if you say, yes, I will do anything, you need to look into new things. You need to get some information that you don't currently have from somebody else who knows how to do what you want to do. They know how to save, help you save your marriage. So you need to get some information and some help because you don't have the answers. If you did, you wouldn't be in the situation you're in. And you also need to try new things and have an open mind and not prejudge. You know, often people, I feel very much sometimes when I'm talking to people, I say, look, just do this. Just do this. Just try it. And they go, okay, and they take it on board on one level, but I know that they're not going to do it because they have all these prejudgments about whether it will work or not, and they don't think it will work. And a lot of the things I teach in the programs are very counterintuitive. They're not the things you think would work. And it takes a bit of effort. When people are truly committed and they do try them, they're astounded at the results they get. But that's the thing. You have to be prepared to try something new with a completely open mind be persistent, see if it works. If it doesn't work, try something else. But if it is starting to work, then keep doing it. 
So that's a really important question. Will you do anything to save your marriage? And, you, and again, like all these questions, you really need to be very honest with yourself if you want to succeed. All right, the next question. Is this marriage truly the right one for me? Is the marriage that I'm in truly the right one for me? <clears throat> now, you might have been married for 20 or 30 years. You might have been married for only a short period of time. But no matter how long you've been married for, you've got to keep asking yourself that question. And in fact, I think this is really one of the keys to success in a great marriage, is that people in a great marriage actually subconsciously, or sometimes consciously, continue to ask themselves this question, even when they're in a great marriage. Because relationships aren't static, and they can grow and develop. That's what you want them to do. But you've got to keep monitoring them. Is this really the right place for you to be? And when you're struggling with your marriage, it's usually, I know it's a very emotionally difficult time and a difficult place to be in your mind. You've got all these things going on, all these pressures going on, and you just feel, you know, if I can just do a few things and just get this sorted, we'll be back to having a great marriage and oh my life, oh, so many problems will disappear and my life will be happy again. And oftentimes that, that's what people are looking for is a quick instant fix. But the thing you need to ask yourself is, is this really the right marriage for me? Is this where even if things were going really well all the time, even if we didn't, imagine if we didn't have any problems, would I really still be happy? Can I imagine myself being happy with this person? And that's not about saying, well, we used to be happy, so therefore we can be happy again. Because you've changed. Your spouse has changed. In fact, it's because you've both changed that's probably one of the reasons, if not one of the major reasons, in fact, why you're having problems now. It's because you've developed, and, and often and usually if there are problems, you've developed in different directions. So you're different people now. So just because you got on really well maybe at the start of your relationship or for the first while in your relationship, or in many cases you imagine you could get on well, but you, but it's a, it's a bit more idealistic than reality. Whatever the situation, you've got to say right now, is this marriage truly the right one for me? Can I, could I really be happy in this marriage if all of our problems were solved? <clears throat> really important question. All right, so these are big questions, and I'm going over them quite quickly because of the time we have together. But they, I'm sure you can start to see, if you're writing them down, you're really starting to think about these, that these are enormously important questions, and you need to spend the time really considering them, maybe going away to a quiet place or on your own, turning off the TV and turning off the Facebook, <clears throat> the emails, etc., just having some quiet time on your own to, to have a look at all these questions. But the last question I'm going to give you in some ways is the most important, and it's the one you need to really keep as your focus when you answer not only these questions, but any other questions you have about that, that come up to you in your, in your mind about your life or your marriage. And that question, this most important question, am I being truly honest with myself in answering these questions? Am I really being honest with myself? You know, honesty, <clears throat> as I said at the beginning, 
It's about your gut feeling. It's about your heart. What is your heart telling you? And for you to listen to your heart, you need to give it some breathing space. So you need to create a, some space where you can hear your heart talk to you. So another, as I mean, as I said, turn off the Facebook, turn off the, you know, go away into a quiet space and give yourself some time to really think about this. But you also need to have an open mind and an honesty with yourself to be able to heal your heart and not be afraid of what your heart is going to tell you. Because at the end of the day, what I've really found, not only in my own life, but in looking at the lives of many other people, it's the people who follow their heart that really have happy lives. And I mean, I know we've all heard that story. Oh, yes, follow your heart, follow your heart. But we, I don't think many people have taken on board what it actually means. What following your heart really means is listening to the deepest voice within you and do what it tells you to do, despite your fears, your misgivings, your doubts, all of those things, they're the ones that are going to stop you from acting on what your heart is telling you. And if you really listen to your heart, <clears throat> you might find that you're going to be called to do some pretty drastic things. It might be to leave your marriage. It might be, might be to do something radically different. It might be to, if you can't afford one of my programs, it might be to find the money to, to buy one of the programs if your heart tells you that that's what you should do. So you're going to come up with some resistance when you listen to your heart. But, but your heart is really the only place that is guiding you to be your true self, to be your happy self. And if you want to be happy, if you want to be fulfilled, if you want to save your marriage, you need to listen to what your heart is telling you and you need to act on it. And the thing about fear, and I'm going to cover this in a, in a later podcast, but the thing about fear, the funny thing is, is when you actually start acting on your fears or acting despite your fears, you find things aren't nearly as bad as you thought they were or you thought they were going to be. So really it's about taking action. Firstly, coming to the what is your heart telling you about all of these questions, and that's um, the other word for listening to your heart is being truly honest with yourself. So listening, it's about listening to your heart, being really honest with yourself, coming up with the right answers for you, and then secondly, acting on it. And sure, you're going to make mistakes, because listening to your heart doesn't mean that the process of acting isn't, isn't going to involve making mistakes. But if you have that persistence that I talked about right at the beginning, if you have that determination and commitment, and if you say that you will try anything, and you try something and it doesn't work, then you're going to try something else. And the great thing about trying something that doesn't work is that you, you've ticked one off that doesn't work. You're one step closer to finding the thing that does work. You know, Napoleon Hill, uh, many years ago now, wrote a very famous book. I'm sure you've heard of it. You might have even read it. It's called Think and Grow Rich. And he's talking primarily about money. He's, he's basically what he did. He studied several hundred of the most successful people that he could find, including many of the most successful financial people in the world at the time. And he found out what they had in common. So they were like, if you like, success principles. But one thing he said I thought was really interesting in that book and is very relevant to what we're talking about. And he said the one quality he found in successful people that he never found in anybody else was persistence. Persistence. 
They got an idea and they stuck with it and they saw it through. They did whatever it took, hopefully in a nice way, they did whatever, whatever it took to reach their goal, their objective. So if your goal, if your objective is to truly save your marriage, if that's the conclusion you come to when you answer all these questions from today's podcast, then ask yourself, what does your heart tell you you should do? If you're going to do anything, what's the next step? And your heart will tell you what that next step is. So I'm not necessarily going to tell you what it is, because I don't know. You will know. Your heart will tell you, what is the next step? What is the thing, the next thing I need to do that's going to lead me on the path of saving my marriage? So, you know, these are deep questions. These are the sorts of questions that not many people ever ask themselves. And in fact, this whole process, I think, for you, of this crisis, if you like, of your marriage situation, which is, I'm sure, why you're listening to this, you know, in many ways, it's a huge gift. It's a huge opportunity for you to really look at yourself, to ask yourself some of the big questions, the deep questions, and for you to really bring out some strength that you didn't know you had to act on on achieving something that you want and having the life that you want. Developing persistence, developing determination, developing the the willingness to try new things, to do new things, to step out of, if you like, the comfort zone, to face some of your fears and do things that, despite your fears. And you're going to find that you have a new strength that you didn't know you had. So there is really a silver lining and a great gift in every crisis we face in our life. And none so probably, really, more than in trying to save your marriage. So to finish off, I hope you've written down these questions. If you haven't, of course, you can go back and listen to the rest of the podcast or the podcast again and write them down. Really give the time to consider these questions. If you decide you really do want to save your marriage, that it's it's right for you, and you think one of my programs or both of them would help, then I really encourage you to take that step. Overcome your fears and procrastinations. If that's the next step, then join me in one of the programs, and I'm sure that I can really help you there. But whatever you decide, the most important thing is that it's you're being honest with yourself and that it really feels right for you. So thanks for listening. I hope you got some value and some good information out of this. I really hope it helps you improve your life, because that's what we're all here for. I, I firmly believe that. So again, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now.